Good morning. Oh, today's morning. I was. Uh, this is a uh, sixth of July, and I'm. I was inspired listening to the Bible. That's when I'm always inspired listening to the Bible. God's word is so full. We'll put this up in the holder so I don't have to hold it. I'll talk. You know. As I was reading my Bible and listening to my Bible and some music, it came to my mind. You know, I'm going through some something right now. And um, another friend of mine is going through something right now. Two different things that we're going through. Both of them, you know, are life-changing things, life-changing decisions. And I told him, I said, you know why we're going through this? He said, why? I said, because God needs somebody to go through this so that others around them can see that God can bring you through this. It doesn't make it fun or any easier to go through. It's just a fact. It's a fact. He said we almost pick up our cross and bear it. A cross isn't good no matter how you look at it. When Jesus died on one, he went through the... um. He faced the wrath of God for us on Mount Calvary, and it wasn't fun. He said, if it's possible, can this cup pass? Nevertheless, your will be done. And that's how we get through what we're going through right now. Your will be done. It's better for us to suffer this thing we're going through. And some people have even harder things that, than other than what me and this young man is going through. Like I told you, a circumstance is totally different, but they're all life-changing. And people are going through worse things. And if I look at it on the scheme of things, you know, some people have a child on leukemia or cancer who's not going to live, or the prognosis was they might not make it another day. I'm not going through like that. But like I said, all this, God does it. And your cross, your job is so somebody can see that God can get you through this. That's right. What do I mean by through? I mean that your faith won't work, but you're not thinking about leaving God or giving up on him because it's happening to you. God is still God. We still trust him. See, nothing in this world is happening that's not our fault. Given the choice of the garden, we decided to eat from the tree that brought in death. The day that you eat it, you'll die. And then uh, the day that you shall eat of this tree, you, the fruit that I told you not to eat in the midst of the garden, which was good, but he said, don't eat from that one. The tree of life was there too, but man chose this. And so therefore, we wanted the knowledge of good and evil. Well, with it comes death. And we die. There's a lot of ways to die. So God didn't want this. The last thing he wanted, he said, don't touch it. Well, why'd you put it there? Because man is a free agent. And God, man needs to know, mankind needs to know that on your own free agency, which where you will go <laughs> is to destruction. That's where you'd go. So now we rely on him because when we're with him, when he's guiding us, we he, he cares more about, about us than we ourselves. He will guide us the right way. As long as man has a free agent, he will always lead himself into destruction. No matter how smart he is, you can't get no smarter than Adam. You can't get no smart. 
Adam saw God. He was walking with God. They, even when the devil came to to, to beguile Eve, the Bible says, he didn't, he had no way of convincing her that God didn't exist. He, he, what he did was he lied about God. And basically, when it, from what I get, what he was telling her, that well, God doesn't love you. It ain't all that. He's taking, you know, you, you don't have all this. You can't, you can't do all this that he said you can do. You can't eat of all the trees. Yeah, we, we can always count this one. Well, basically what the devil said, well, then that, you, that's not all. It's not all then. You can't eat from this one. You can't eat from all of them. No, see, God's hiding something from you. Doubting is God's love. And a human being, God made us to want to be, to want to learn more, to want to know more. It was all attractive. You mean I could, yeah, man, you can be just like him. What? Yeah, please hide from you. Bought the lie. Bible says Adam was not deceived, but the woman. But look what he did. He followed her. He followed her. He didn't cover. And we can't blame him because any man in that circumstance, we don't know how long it took them to get to that point where they fell. But any man and any woman here would have fell way before they did. So we can't condemn Adam at all. But back to what I was saying about what we're going through. It says in Colossians 1 and 16, all things were created by him and for him. You and me are here because he created us for himself. Matthew 5, chapter 5, 15 and 16 talks about the light that we are, how we glorify him because we made by him created by him and made for him for his glory to show his glory and he talks about in Matthew chapter 5 15 and 16 read through the chapter for yourself but basically what he's telling you is that it's not men don't light a, a light when they, the lighthouse is for a reason for people to see it now they're not talking about a light because light wasn't invented like we know today wattage and the light bulbs and all that talking about a candle now let's just say, well, we know by common sense candles weren't that big. But if you've had a big candle in the dark, now keep in mind, we're not talking about like today, there were no street lights. But if that light was was lit with in the darkness, you know, under the moon, it would be seen, you know, if a candle's in the window, if a person came into that city in that little area. But you go, you know, five miles, maybe um well I don't really know. I'm not a scientist, but I'm thinking you go maybe a mile away. You won't see that, that that candle. But if you come into the area close to the city and you see these houses with these candles in it, you know you're in a city and candles in the window. You'd have people, the strangers would have light coming in and seeing that people are there. They wanted help or a place to stay or whatever, you know. And so it's, it's so, so many can see it. You don't light it and cover it up. It's there for a reason to give light to those. You have light in your house. It's there for you to use and see. You don't go out in the dark, you turn the light on. So he said, no one does that. He says, but you are lights. And you let your light so shine that men will see your good works and then glorify Father. If you were to take a match and put it, cut all lights off in your house, and went in the living room and turn all lights out and tell your family 
those in the back of the house. Look how big the house is. How many can see it? They see it. So there's people in your immediate area where you go to work who will see your light. Your social gatherings, basketball, like, or lifting weights or something like them, or bike riding partners, like people you just hang around just as friends. Your relatives, when they have their family dinners at Christmas, you know, and then they have the July 4th celebration and Juneteenth celebrations and Hanukkah or whatever the celebration you go to. Um, your church, especially, too. But those you meet your social circle all see your light. They all see your light. And when you're going through something, and they're all going through something, you see their light too. And you see, wow, they're making it. They're still trusting God. Not having a good time over there, but they're still trusting God. Because their job is to show that you can go through this, that God can get you through this. And you still believe and trust in him. In my situation, God put it on my heart to not try to change things on my own. He said, pray. And he put in my heart, there is no substitute for prayer. I tried to fix it my way by, you know, <laughs> basically going out to dinner, date night, all kind of things. A friend told me years ago it doesn't work. He's absolutely right. Gifts and all that. So was, what was your problem? None of your business. But the point is that it didn't work. The only thing that's ever going to work is prayer. Some people have children on drugs. Horrible. They have to pass by their people. I know one, one family who um, I grew up was a very close friend as a kid, as a child, and I saw him on the street years ago, and I told the family, said, you know, so-and-so, yeah, he's, he's been um, out there living on the street, you know, for years. It's like, what happened to him? Drugs. Destroyed his mind. And they would go out there and try to give him clothes, bring him home, and just leave. And all the remedies that they had, it didn't work. It's just, we have to rely on prayer. Prayer is not... Well, okay. Uh, I try everything my way. I'm just going to pray. Mm -mm. God wants it to be the first thing. The first thing. He wants us to look at it as the most important thing. Because prayer is first running to God and say, God, help me. And then he told me, he put it in my heart because I didn't hear his voice. But he put it in my heart. The conviction to just wait and you know the devil's going to make it so it looks like things haven't changed. But he told me, don't look at that. He said, I want, you, I, I just, like I said, conviction in my heart. You just keep on praying for that person. Just keep on praying. Just keep on praying. Don't stop. No matter what you see, no matter who tells you what, no matter what you feel, your own intuition, don't worry. Pray. You have to believe that I'm going to make it right. Not like how you want it. See, that's the difference. I want it. I want it like I want it. That's pleasant for me. God said, no. There's a way to seem right to a man, but what is the end? Leads to death. He said, no, your way to seem right isn't the right way. There's so many times 
when you know we, we used to go to LA a lot. I never forget. My kids were small. We were we were going. We went to LA. We were going over um, my wife's sister's house. It, it would have been my first time meeting her, and uh, we got over there in Inglewood, uh, and over at Crenshaw. What is that place called? Not Inglewood. It's um. Oh my God! Ice Cube in a little place, but Slauson, and over in that area, in the, in the um, you know, in the in that area. And so, um, oh man, Compton, yeah, we're in Compton. And so, it kind of like, you know, I'm from San Francisco and Oakland area and now, now Vallejo. It kind of like everything looked the same, but I thought I was going the right way. I literally, we literally drove around this place for hours until we finally just called them and asked them and then they told me where to go. And, but I, you know, of course, you know, your wife will be telling you, oh, call, call. Let's just call him and see. Of course, there were no cell phones back then. So we had to literally stop at a pay phone you know, and call. But the point was that uh, in my mind, I said, oh, this is this, this the way I remember the street now. It was you no know, <laughs> taking us further and further out. And so our way, no matter what we feel, isn't the right way. It's the way that feels comfortable. And, you know, it makes us say, oh, this is how I want it. This, it'd be nice if it'd be like this. And it would just be a temporary fix. It might have been alright for a while. But God said, I want to make it right. I want to fix it. Not fix it so it can move. I want to fix it so it can keep on going. Get your car fixed. Oh, I know this guy, he can fix your car for nothing. Well, I I can't fix it. I can I tell you what, I can make you obviously you can drive it home and drive it around. You know, maybe you don't leave the city, but it'll drive no God says nope. I'm going to fix it. You can drive anywhere you need to go. That's what God wants to do with this problem. He wants to make it so you can go wherever you need to go. He wants to make it right. And everyone will see that it's right. Everyone, everyone will see that it's right because you let God do it. Everyone will see it's right because you let God do it because you did what he said to do to pray. The prayer of a righteous man avails or accomplishes much. Wow, I messed up. Yeah, we all did. Doesn't take the uh, responsibility of us being light. And you keep in mind, you know, that you see kids um, go to college and they start to wonder, which is a good thing. Why am I here? How did I get it? Why are we here? We're here because Colossians 1 and 16 says, all things, uh, nouns, a person, place, or a thing, and we're persons. We're here because he created us for him, for himself. And then Matthew chapter 5, 15 and 16 tells us, we let our light shine. Your light may be a divorce. Not by your choice, the other person may just leave. You can't control another person. But the people in your area that your light is affecting can see that God can get you this and still living holy. Still living holy and trusting in God. Your light may be, it may be on you. That's what your light is. My Savior of light. It may shine on you. You may be the one up front. Because to deal with the 